What's going on, everybody? Thanks for tuning in to another episode. My name is Jason Gersenberger, founder of Jason Fit and author of the Diet Detox book and creator of the Blueprint for Lasting Weight Loss. In this episode, we're going to talk about the third pillar of lasting weight loss, and that is nutrition. And as I refer to it, positive nutrition, because nutrition alone is not good enough. You need to build a nutrition plan around foods you can enjoy, foods that you will stick to eating, and foods that are well-rounded to provide you with a balanced diet to rebuild your body in the image that you want. And you can't do that by writing down a grocery list of foods that you find disgusting. I'll give you a personal example. You can tell me, and I'll even tell you, that avocado is extremely healthy. But here's another thing. I'm never going to eat an avocado in my entire fucking life. They gross me out. I find them disgusting. There is nobody on earth who's going to change my mind on this. And I don't like them. So they can be the healthiest food in the world, but they are worthless to me. So I eat other things like almonds, low-fat yogurt to get my healthy fats. And it doesn't matter how many articles I read about how great avocados are. It doesn't matter if Michael Jordan came to my house and told me I really ought to eat avocados. It is unsustainable for me personally because I don't like them. I've tried them. I don't enjoy them. I'm not going to enjoy them. My mind is made up. So if you have foods that you know you don't like, you got to get rid of them. You can't try and build a successful weight loss plan around negative nutrition. You have to build a successful weight loss plan around positive nutrition. And how you do that is to develop a deep understanding of nutrition and how our body needs that food for fuel, but then also trust your palate and let your palate expand on its own accord, on its own timeline. You know, there are foods that you don't like right now that you might not have considered eating, but over time, you may find you really enjoy them. Case in point, when my father was alive, he didn't like almonds. He didn't like yogurt. He never ate yogurt in his entire life. But as I began to develop a healthy lifestyle, I was starting to eat almonds. He tried them. You know what? He liked them. All of a sudden, he's eating almonds every day. He didn't like yogurt. All of a sudden, he tried a bite. He liked it. Now, all of a sudden, he's buying yogurt at the grocery store. So what I'm saying is I'm not saying to not try new things, but I am saying to listen to yourself if you don't like them once you do try them and stop trying to incorporate them into your routine. So aside from understanding that you need to develop a nutrition plan around positive nutrition, meaning foods that you do already like and foods that you'll enjoy that you can stick to and look forward to eating day in and day out, you need to develop a healthy understanding of nutrition in general. And by that I mean you gotta have a basic understanding of the three major nutrients, protein, carbohydrates, and fats, so nutrition is the most important actionable piece of a weight loss plan. We've talked about recording your past mistakes, learning where you've come from. We've talked about mindfulness. We've talked about how important it is for goal setting, tracking, journaling. Those things are all extremely vital. But the most important actionable component of a lasting weight loss plan is nutrition. It's like 75 to 95% of you reaching your weight loss goal. You know, you've heard the saying, you can't outrun a bad diet. It's absolutely true. You're never going to outrun or out-exercise 
a bad diet. So you have to set the table, so to speak, for your success by giving your body the ingredients it needs to do the work you want it to do, which is to burn fat. So on paper, weight loss is a really simple formula. It's calories in, calories out. If you create a calorie deficit, you're going to burn fat. That is true. You're going to get some people who tell you, you must eat X amount of this or X amount of that in order to not burn muscle. But to be completely honest, when you're creating a calorie deficit, you're going to burn some muscle no matter what. Anybody who tells you otherwise is a liar. And they don't understand how the body works in regard to metabolizing anything. But you can mitigate this with proper exercise and proper intake of protein. So you've got your three basic nutrients, protein, carbohydrates, fats. They all work with weight loss in a different way. First, let's talk about carbohydrates. It's your body's primary source of fuel. It's food for the brain. Protein and fat are not preferred by your body. Carbohydrates are. Carbohydrates are also necessary for the starting point of the Krebs cycle and your metabolism. You need carbohydrates to function. So when you limit your carbohydrates to an extreme degree, and I'm not saying that limiting your carbohydrates isn't important because it absolutely is, but when you go the extreme keto route where you're eating 10 to 25 grams of carbs a day, you're going to start to cut back on basic life functions that your body wants to do and it can't. You know, you cannot actually break down fat without the Krebs cycle, and you need carbohydrates to complete that. You can't build or repair lean muscle mass without carbohydrates. So you're going to need them. You know, carbs have been given a very bad rap, some of it justifiable, but most of it largely over-exaggerated. All carbohydrates are not bad, but some are. Starches, foods that are really high in the glycemic index, those are, those are your bad carbs, your good carbs, on the other hand, are foods that are very low on the glycemic index, foods that are not going to spike your blood sugar. And a good rule of thumb is anything with a high fiber content is generally better for you than carbohydrates with a low or no fiber content. So your best carbs to seek out are vegetables and fruits. They're very high in fiber. They have a low calorie density. They're mostly water, and there's almost no calories when the body's done digesting it. Foods with whole grains, also a great source of carbohydrates. They regulate the blood sugar. They keep your glycemic index down. They're very satisfying. They're very filling. And they're unrefined, which is really important. Carbohydrates you want to avoid, sugary items like candy, cookies, sweets, soda. Those are all carbs that are going to lead to weight gain. And they're all carbohydrates that are going to significantly diminish your results while trying to lose weight. The next nutrient to discuss is protein. Proteins are essentially a collection of amino acids, and we need them for weight loss for a lot of reasons. First of all, they make repairs to the body. Protein is vital to the creating the building blocks of life. They repair tissues and damaged cells and muscle. So when you're working out, you need protein to rebuild those muscles as you're tearing them. And you only make 12 unique amino acids inside of your body we need 20 of them, so eight of those amino acids are essential that you must get from your diet and outside sources. You can take supplements or you can eat protein to get these, but your body needs them. And protein is extremely important, like I mentioned, because it helps you keep lean muscle mass intact during weight loss. And it has a high thermic effect, which means it takes 30% of the calories in the protein source just to digest the food. So it's like getting your calories on sale. If you eat 1,000 calories of protein... It's going to take 300 calories just to burn those calories. So it's really like 700 calories. 
And over time, that has a huge impact on how much weight you're going to lose. It releases a hormone called glycogen, which gets your fat cells to burn fat and release fat to be used as energy. So there's a lot of myths out there, like you can have too much protein and you can damage your liver and things like that. And there's a lot of studies that show that dieters who increase their protein intake to 30% of their overall diet ate nearly 450 fewer calories a day and lost about 11 pounds over a 12-week study without employing any other dietary measures. So you can see by just making sure one-third of their calories come from protein, the body responds tremendously. And so does the mind. If you look at the fact that they ate nearly 450 fewer calories a day, in over 12 weeks, they lost 11 pounds without doing anything else other than making sure they were eating enough protein. Some of the best sources of protein are going to be fish, red meat, poultry, eggs, beans, nuts, and protein supplements like um, shakes, protein bars. But sometimes protein bars are really just expensive candy bars. I personally like Quest Nutrition's protein bars. Uh, they don't pay me for this, obviously, but um, I eat them. I think they're great. They're super high in fiber. They have a good amount of protein, and they're pretty good tasting, and they have a nice consistency. They don't have a whole lot of chemicals or anything like that. I think they're mostly all natural. But anyway, you can make your decision on your own about what protein bars you want to use. So it's important to make sure you understand that protein really needs to be the centerpiece of your diet. And if you're thinking about it from a plate, think about a plate that's a certain size. And the number one thing you want to do is make sure that you're getting an adequate amount of protein. And I recommend that everybody gets between 0.6 and 0.75 grams of protein for every pound of their ideal body weight. So for simple math's sake, if your ideal body weight is 100 pounds, you want to get between 60 and 75 grams of protein a day. And if your body weight ideally is 200 pounds, you want to double that. So anyway, quick math, 0.6 to 0.75 grams of protein per day and that'll help you achieve your weight loss goals. And then there's fats. There's good fats and bad fats. And fats are really like lubrication that makes the entire engine hum. There's nine calories in a single gram of fat, which is why your body craves fat more than anything else because it's extremely calorie dense. So from an evolutionary standpoint, we're hardwired to understand that we can get more calories from fat. Now that was really good back when we were cavemen and we needed to know and crave foods that were higher in fat to get our necessary calories. But at the same time, now that there's a grocery store on every block, we're still stuck with those cravings and we've got to mitigate those. So the best way to do that is by consuming healthy fats because your brain is going to make sure you get fat, whether you do it through healthy measures or through binging. So make sure that you're getting good healthy fats in your body. They're vital to brain function and your nervous system operation. You need good fat in your body to release body fat. So fat helps you release body fat. It cleans the bloodstream. It's vital for your immune system operation. It keeps foreign bodies out of your cells. And fat is needed to absorb fat-soluble vitamins and prevent from having a deficiency in those vitamins. It also helps food digest slower, stays in the stomach longer, and it makes you feel satisfied and fuller longer. So here are a few examples of good fats. Nuts, almonds, things like that. Fish, flax meal, avocado. Again, I don't like avocado, but if you do, I highly recommend incorporating it into your diet. 
good oils like olive oil, sunflower oil, coconut oil. Those are all good sources of fat. They're really good to cook with. A little bit of a higher burning point than olive oil. I'm talking about coconut oil. And it doesn't turn into a trans fat when you fry it. So bad fats are going to be canola oil, hydrogenated oil, vegetable oil, trans fats. Those are all really bad. So you want to avoid any fried foods, any processed baked goods, cookies, Twinkies, chips. Those things are all usually loaded with bad fats. The last thing I want to discuss with you is the consumption of alcohol and how you should really consider giving it up entirely during your weight loss journey. Alcohol has a compounding effect that is detrimental to burning fat and keeping it off for the long term. The first is there's calories in alcohol. So those are wasted calories. It's the same as juice or soda or anything else. You don't need those calories. There's better ways to spend your calories than drinking them. The second is it saps your motivation. It's going to change your mind in regard to what you're feeling. You could be feeling very euphoric and positive about a weight loss plan. Go out with your friends or spouse and have some cocktails, and then by the next day, you could feel completely different and negative about the entire process. So you really just want to avoid that loss of motivation and focus. And the last thing you want to make sure you do is incorporate a cheat day into your nutrition. Having only six days to worry about putting together a really great meal strategy is a lot easier to manage mentally than thinking about a lifetime of giving up all of your favorite foods. So if the worst case scenario is you've got six days to go until you're allowed to have another cheat meal, it makes sticking to your weight loss plan so much easier. So I recommend incorporating one cheat meal a week of anything you want. It's going to make sticking to your weight loss plan so much easier, and it's also going to spike your metabolism the day that you do consume that extra food and those extra calories because your body's going to stop having the limited calories and say, oh, I need to start burning more calories because look it, they just threw me a curveball. So whatever your cheat meal is, mine's usually pizza because it's just my favorite. And make sure you, you stick to that one time a week. Two cheat meals a week, going to be pretty hard to lose weight. One cheat meal a week, you'll be right on track. You'll lose two to three pounds every single week. So that was a very bird's eye view of nutrition that of course is not the entire nutritional component of the blueprint for lasting weight loss coaching program or the diet detox book but those are some actionable items that you can use to get started and jumpstart your weight loss plan today and hopefully it helped if you've enjoyed this episode please consider subscribing to this podcast and please visit itunes and leave a five-star review it helps more than you know if you have any questions or any ideas for a future episode, reach out to me on Instagram at weightlosscoachj or send me an email, jason at jasonfit.com. Thanks.